Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen and warp-spawned denizens to that 6++ Plus Show. I'm your host, Tom. And I have been playing Age of Sigmar, not 40k this weekend, so I've been I've been in a different Games Workshop land. But we're now diving back into 40k, and I'm very excited because yes. I have one of my good my good 40k friends here, uh, the one and only Franco McDonald. How are you doing, Franco? Yeah, I'm all good. Yourself? I am very well. Yes, very no, good, I'm, very good. I'm enjoying this grey, rainy Monday. Yes, um, it's, it's quite grim. safe. It's quite grim. It is. It is rubbish. It's it's not a particularly nice time of year. This no. is trying to stave off the. Uh, the seasonal affective disorder, whatever it is. <laughs> um, but today we're going to be talking Chaos Demons for State mm-hmm. of Play, and I'm quite excited because this is quite an appropriate time to talk about Chaos Demons. I think the book has finally broken through as of like the last two or three weeks. Yeah, really. it's definitely picking up steam now. I think. We're yeah, people have started to figure it out. Starting yes. to get a song out of it. Some big names are playing it, but you yourself have won a GT. Is that right? With it quite recently, I've as well. won a GT um, and two RTTs. In the last that's very cool. Four or five weeks. So a whole bunch of trophies coming Franco's yes. away. So that's good. That's hard earned because you're a long time Demons fan, as we'll talk about. But I am. So what's, I don't think it was obvious when the book came out. It wasn't immediately obvious what, what people were going to do with it. But as we'll get into in this show, there's some real play in there. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a powerful book with some cool tools. Um, and there's definitely lists in there that you can really, really do well within the competitive scene right now. So we'll we'll get into that. But first, perhaps, Franco, you can tell us your sort of Chaos Demons origin story. What it, when when did you start playing Chaos Demons for the first time? Oh, um, when I started in the hobby. So coming up <laughs> about 15 years now, I think. 15 about years. About 15 wow. years. I think just over 15 years I've been playing Fan 40k, which makes me feel really old and I'm not even that old. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I started, I, I originally went into my local GW, which mm-hmm. had a gigantic space marine on top of it. It was like one of the only ones yep. in the world with it. And it was like wow. instant attraction of that's cool. And then I'm a massive <laughs> Lord of the Rings fan. So yep. doing some Lord of the Rings models in the windows drugged me in. But I saw <laughs> they had a one of the old... Bellicor models, you know the one that was like, uh, yeah, 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 little um, baby Bellicor, yeah. And I just saw him. I was like, I wanna, I wanna play an army with that. And you know, <laughs> you couldn't actually use him in forty k, but you could use him as a demon prince. And so yeah. I instantly went to that. And then when someone said to me like, you can actually use these in fantasy as well, I was like, mm-hmm. two and one. You know, I can play all the games. And yes. and so that that's kind of what got me into demons. I started out primarily Zinch because okay, Zinch, okay, I've always been a big on magic and sorcery yeah. and wizards and stuff like that yeah. um, and pink horrors for me were they were the spot aside from bellacore the old blues coming out the pink horror metal yeah. models i loved i loved them They're amazing um, absolutely amazing yeah yeah they were so that that's how i got into the demons and gradually it it became more undivided and yes um to nowadays where it's i pretty much have near enough every well pretty much everything in the book and like yeah. twenty five thousand points worth of demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah I'm, I'm a bit of a grizzled old veteran when it comes to the a demons. A bit of a fan, yeah. Because yeah, it was this little book, bit. perhaps you you were looking forward to more than all the others. I think so. Yeah, chat, I mean, when we started getting a theme with the ninth edition books, you know, they were getting quite exciting because every they were really putting some more theme behind playing, you know, the books as well. And yeah. generally, every book that comes out is, you know, it's quite decent and it, they're quite fun to play. Um, and I was lucky enough to know some of the stuff that was in this book 
a long time ago. Like I'm going back to close to a year ago. I started hearing about stuff that were in this book. So I've been mm-hmm. gearing up for it. And even though I took six months off beginning of the year, yeah. Um, once the steam started picking up about the demons, I really got myself back into it and only had to wait yeah. a couple of months before, you know, the book come out. But I always said, yeah. you know, I was more on the mixed chaos train for a while. Still a lot of demons in my yes. list, but I was very much yeah. on the waiting for once that book comes out, I'm just back to solo demons, at least for a long <laughs> while. And, um, yes. and you know, I, I'm, I'm loving the book. It's a really well-written book. It's, I think it's lost a bit of the flavor that maybe because you don't really get much benefit for having, you know, mono detachments or mono army. So yes. maybe it's, there's not so much fluff behind it in that reason, but I still think mm. it's a, I'm enjoying playing it. I'm, I'm not mm. feeling, I still feel like there's a lot of power in the book and mm. a lot of the units are decent, except for Nurgle, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, but uh, no, it's sad because I, I do love yeah. it. As much as I'm a big Zinch guy, like Nurgle is probably my close second. So yeah, uh, overall, like, I'm enjoying the book. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, and I'm testing. I'm just in the odd games, you know, friendly games or local games. I'm testing out some very different stuff. And even though yes. it's not stuff we're seeing the most outright power in at the moment, mm-hmm. like there are a couple of units. I'm like, oh, my God, with a bit more practice and maybe some <laughs> better build around, I can yeah, actually make yeah. something quite good out of this. So, yeah, I, I do. I love the book. I, I love – and I think as well what helps is when – when you love an army, because I'm very, I'm a very passionate person, so yeah, I'm a very big demons guy, and I, I, I yep. love demons. And when I think when you love an army, or when you have a real um, passion for that army, you kind of put more of yourself into playing it. Yes, so, no, completely. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've enjoyed the last, you know, what two months since the books come out, and mm-hmm. I think any any demon player at the moment is in a very good spot, and yeah. yeah. So. No, that's great. I mean, we'll talk internal and balance a little bit later because, yeah, I think I agree with you that there, there are a couple of patches. Like, it's a little patchy in terms mm-hmm. of some of the some of the the gods and some of the units aren't necessarily in the same spot as others. But I think there's a lot of exciting units in there, and it doesn't feel like anything Definitely. that can't be fixed over the long term with nudges in points in different yes. directions. I think I think Definitely. that's the good news. I think I think with the demons, but it's probably going to live several lives over the next year or two, depending on what gets balanced in what yes. directions right um and obviously you yourself you've recently gone solo as true demon lord Do you want to tell us what that's about yeah so um <laughs> uh, um so it's it's an entity that i started literally i've just had my first birthday i guess um <laughs> yeah like i started it about mid-october last year and it was just okay. started off as a way to just document hobby and like my yeah. games and my tournaments and like because i wanted to keep a I say a digital a digital footprint more so for myself yeah. than anything, but to keep yeah, yeah. up with my my process. Mm-hmm. Um, I was of course with just like yourself. I used to be with yep. Twisted Dice. With um, Twisted Dice, yeah, nice local I, guys. I love, I'm playing. I love, the, I love the Twisted <laughs> Dice guys and all of that. But yeah. um, I think when I come back out of my six months hiatus of the hobby, I'd lost I want to say interest, but my my passion f- for the Twisted Dice stuff. Yeah. Um, I obviously live a bit further away from yeah, where the yeah, base is yeah, yeah. for that as well. They're based mm-hmm. around Leighton Buzzard and I'm from Kent, you know, it's a, it's yeah, a journey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. so I, I started doing a lot more on my own True Demon Lord stuff. And then I um, started, started test, like just testing some stuff out, like logos and stuff and started really enjoying mm-hmm. it. And, yeah. and I wanted to re, I had a blog from years ago, but I wanted to re-open yes. my blog up as that. And in the end, I just decided, you know, I'm going to go all hog into into the true demon lord yeah um aspect and i think to do that i couldn't also be part of the of the twist because yeah. i couldn't 
give both yeah. my time. So, um, no, absolutely. You know, I had to part, uh, part ways, but um, not all amicable. No, no issues or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, no, of course, of course. And um, yeah, yeah. I still will attend events because I love their events. But um, yeah, so oh, great event. Demon Lord is, you know, is, I have the Facebook and the Instagram. I've also got the blog all under the name True Demon Lord. Um, yep. I document my games, my hobby mm-hmm. process, uh, progress, mm-hmm. um, my events, and also. Um, I have my, my blog, which I'm, is getting quite successful, which is nice. I just shared yeah. tips and tricks on the demon stuff, yeah. my experiences, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, if, if you're yeah. into demons and chaos in general, but more so demons, you know, please give me a check out. Um, I'm yeah. always um, taking advice on what people want to want to read about or mm-hmm. um, certain experiences at my events. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. I've just heavily invested in like logos and yeah. my own little kit and stuff like that and i love it i love um you know just being able to to do my own thing and i've always yeah. been a bit of a a bit of i say a lone wolf but i've always kind of <laughs> in in outside of the hobby now i've always been a bit of a you know i do it myself kind of a person so yeah yeah, yeah. i think it made sense for the next progression of my hobby career to to do that Completely. No, I think I think it's really exciting, and as, uh, the blog's really cool. Lots of nice Thank advice coming through, and there you're sort of the. We're going to call, call you the UK, the UK's answer to Warp Hammer. Let's have you. Let's have you. <laughs> and that's, it's that kind of. It's that deep yes. process, right? And again, it's it's yeah. faction specialist deep process, which I think people in the hobby really love and really appreciate, right? Because you you know chaos inside out, mm-hmm. um, and I think. I actually think the written format is really valuable as well for for seeing people's yeah. thought processes and understanding it. And I think it's getting, easier getting to because, like, I like listening to things, but sometimes mm. you might be preoccupied with doing something. Yeah. Like, you can listen to paint, but you may focus where you just you miss out on that one bit of information. Where you're yeah, reading, yeah. you're reading it, you're you're immersed in it, and um, yeah, and so yeah, and I, I can't lie. Like Mike P, you know, from from Warp Hammer was always a big inspiration of mine i've had some conversations oh, great. With, i think every chaos player i know exactly. loves stuff, i've had some right? conversations <laughs> with him um same yeah. with wallace and um they're great guys they know their chaos stuff and mm. you know but like a lot of those online bloggers and and writers and all of that stuff they tend to be us based yeah and um and i think it is a bit of a a different meta as well and so oh, it really is so I, yeah, yeah. I and i've been getting a lot of um from both people across the pond and over here and i've even had someone from australia as well you know giving me messages and asking for advice and telling me how much yeah. they appreciate it and they love it yeah. i love my post how it's helping them so you know that's that's a great feeling um and yeah. it really makes me want to continue doing it and help people out and share my passion mm-hmm. for chaos and demons as well <laughs> with ev- with everyone so yeah no, that's great. I'm really excited to see that continue to develop, and I think I think you can have a really good time with it. Um, and not least because I think this is a this is a golden time to be playing one of your favourite armies, mm-hmm. to be playing Chaos Demons. So let's let's do the elevator pitch first. Let's sell Chaos Demons to people. Why would you play Chaos Demons in 40k, Franco? They've not got any guns. What's that about? Why why, um, why would I why, why would I choose to play weird weird sort of demonic entities in this this mad space game? What's what sell it to me? So not quite true. They have some guns. Uh, some grinders <laughs> have guns. Guns, <laughs> no, exactly. Like it's not your atypical. It's not your atypical army, you know. Like you know, anyone no, they're, play, they're unusual. Play your big armored guys with your big guns or your big swords. And, <laughs> but we don't do that. We're all like, and it's just, it's like, it's kind of like four armies and one. You know, you get your different. It really is. Unlike a lot of armies, you know, where you have them one or two, three or four units. Generally, a lot of troop units that they don't really do a lot. Not <laughs> they might have them units that aren't specialized. Pretty much everything in the demon 
Codexes specialize, like even your basic troops. Yes. Your demon yeah, they're yeah. fast, they chuck out a lot of attacks. Your bloodletters, they punch quite hard. Your um mm. horrors are quite, you know well, horrors do a lot of things. They can shoot, they're quite hard <laughs> to kill. Plague bearers yeah. in general quite tough to kill, you know. So just mm. as some examples, you know, you can really add flavour yeah. to your list. I personally yeah. think all the units are cool because I mean, it's not just like, say, with Space Marines, it's a guy and then a guy with a gun and then a guy with a chainsaw and then a guy with a bigger gun. <laughs> now it's a, uh, you, you get your blood letters and okay, you can put your blood letter on a, on a um, juggernaut, like, but then you get yeah. your, your flesh hounds or like yeah. Zinch, your pink horrors, your flamers, your screamers. Yeah. And then it's I think one of the entities, right? Exactly. Like completely different monsters. Just, like. <laughs> everything is so cool. And then I think the biggest drawing point to someone who's not quite in on the demon train or playing demons is the greater demons. Like, oh, they're amazing! The, the yeah. big monsters, like who don't love big monsters? You know, I, I love the big so monsters, cool. and and all mm. all the four um, Greater Demon models are beautiful models. Like they are gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and you can and they're, the, from... they're the single biggest, scariest monsters in the game, right? Greater yeah, Demons definitely. Like, and then, no, no other army has anything quite like. No, that, I mean, you know, I mean like, we have some yeah, armies with monsters, but yeah, like Greater Demons <laughs> are and should be as well. You know, the scariest monsters yeah. in the game. Um, and again, yeah, they definitely. all do their own different things. And and I think another big selling yeah. point for Demons is Belakor himself because he's good, he's oh, awesome, and his yeah. model is beautiful. Um, it is personally yes. my favourite model. Like, it's not just because he's the character that got me into demons, but the model is my favourite model. It's, it's probably the most impressive thing to come out in ninth, isn't it? By exactly, and I, the amount, exactly. And the amount of times I've played against people that go, you know, I don't play demons, but I have the Bellicor model, and I'm like, because yeah. he's, he's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, so, um, <laughs> and I think another thing is, I'm, and this always gets people when I say this, but I'm not a massive sci-fi fan. Like, I like a bit of sci-fi. I like, I love 40K, <laughs> but I'm not a big sci-fi yeah. fan. Like, I'm not into, like, you know, Star Wars and Star Trek, all that kind of thing, which is, yeah. people find nuts when I say that. But um, I'm a massive, <laughs> um, I love the fantasy genre, so I'm a, I'm a huge yeah. Lord of the Rings fan and Game of Thrones, yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. I love anything that's quite fantasy-based. I always have been. I love my yeah. history and all that as well, back to, like, yeah. medieval times. So with demons, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's not playing. I don't feel like I'm playing a futuristic faction when I play demons. Yeah, you know no, they're I not. Mean, they're, they're, they're almost anachronistic. They're, they're yeah, the, the voice from the swamp ex- back in time. Exactly. That's what's awesome about them. So, like, um, yeah, yeah. Another reason why I love them so much, and I've always been a big fan of the demonic element yes. in, in anything. I'm oh, a bit, super cool. I love like the demon, demon occult, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think demons are probably the most unique army in 40k. I think, um, I think you're right. They offer right. you a lot of different play styles, like. With yes, you can take your mini factions in other armies, like different chapters or different high fleets or dynasties or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can literally play four different, completely different style armies. Different, you can yeah. take a Sinesh army and you're very fast, death by a thousand cuts type of army, similar yeah. to maybe the way Elder can be. Yeah, um, yeah. Then yeah, you yeah. can go corn and you're just essentially a sledgehammer, like. Or you can go, <laughs> you can go zinch, you go magic heavy and Sh- quite, shenanigans, yeah. quite trickery, or or you can go Nurgle and just say remove me, like try and kill me. Like. <laughs> so you know you've got yeah. you can play. There's so much fun, I think, with demons, and you can yeah. kind of achieve whatever theme you want to go with. No, um, I think that's and right. I, I yeah. think there's also some really good options for for conversions with demon because it's chaos oh, and it, yeah. it is pure chaos like it is the warp yeah. manifest you can really go nuts with with how you want to go direction with the look of your army yeah. as well so 
No, I, I completely agree. And I think I think the overlap with fantasy is amazing. Not least because it's actually, you can play them in Age of Sigmar as well. That's quite nice yeah, having that it flexibility. Is quite cool, yes. I think that's one of the things the 40k lore actually does really well is we're working that kind of actual fantasy element in with, yes. with the Chaos Gods. Because I think for a lot of people, the lore of the Chaos Gods is, is one of the most compelling bits mm-hmm. of the, the universe, right? The different the different sort of emotions they represent and the way that they're sort of ensnaring different factions in the game is, is really, really powerful. And yeah, that level of customization is awesome. I think I get the same, it's, I get the same itch scratch with Jakari where it's like the fact that you're building across multiple different armies that do yes. different things. There's That's a degree of flexibility that not many factions really exactly. get. Um, and they, I just, I just, the first few times you go to events and you see full demon armies on the table with the different god schemes painted yeah, they, they just pop they are, on they, the table like the blues cool. and the reds and the greens and the pinks exactly. along nothing quite visually like it in the game where, where you have loads of armies that are very sort of one scheme yeah very uniform very very singular with yeah. their with their scheme where with demons it is literally chaos like and um yeah so as yeah, a hobby I, project I they're it. they're, they're Really I know. I love putting my demon army on the table because it's like I might play against a space marine, an ultramarine army that's all blue, and then you've got my blues yeah. and purples and pinks and greens and reds, and, and <laughs> it really is just it's just a stunning sight to see. Like, like yeah. even if even not as an amazing painter, you can still have a cool looking demon army. And I mean, demons are also very good with contrast. Um, like I'm a I'm a decent I'm a pretty decent painter, but. I'm a lazy painter. Like I, I will put all the work into the big stuff of the characters. I love doing that. The yeah. little guys and with demons, you generally have tend to have a lot of little guys. You, I do, you do. I just can't be asked. So my, a lot of my little guys are all contrast, but they still look fantastic. They just, yeah, they, yeah. a lot of their models tend to paint themselves. Oh, they suit contrast though. Yeah. They really oh, they, do that. They really whole range do. loves contrast. They've just yeah. got all the natural sort of folds yeah. and, and, Sort contrast of angles, is but... made for demons made for yeah demons. really really is no fantastic i mean I, uh, so is, in terms of obviously you're someone who i think would play them whatever the overall sort of strength and powers um i'm sorry currently busy thank you uh, no thank you i'm okay cheers um i think would you'd be absolutely absolutely sort of you'd be playing them regardless but what do you think um why why are they breaking through at this moment in time what's the sort of power and the strength of them so i just think they manipulate part of the game that not many people can. So the delivery system of demons, I think is very powerful. I think that's mm-hmm. can be quite underestimated. Like the thing is I tend to find most of the codex isn't massively tough apart from right. certain big guy builds. Um, okay. Most of the, most of the army itself isn't massively uh, resilient. Maybe okay. the odd small units like pink horrors, mm-hmm. but um being able to bring your units down and get quite reliable charges or be able to bring them down in quite reliable areas. You know, you've got your warp locuses and yeah. you've got many ways to manipulate leadership to come in that far away and mm-hmm. just allows your units to kind of come in and do what they need to do. You know, like your blood letters, um, you can get them down quite close or you can yes. use Bellacore or Scarbrand to get them in six inches away. You've got mm. your 3D six inch charge pick the highest with the strat and um they get to where they need to get to so i think the thing is with demons is where you can tend to manipulate how you go up against certain armies by isolating part of the list um it's quite hard to do that with demons because yeah tend to you demons can tend to pick up a spot of the board and just hammer it quite hard yeah um but the thing is we are seeing which is really good we're seeing a lot of different list archetypes like um i'll give a 
shout out and a bit of credit to a guy I don't know if you know him you might do Jack Tight do you know Jack I Tite? do know Jack Tight yeah. he's a lovely guy uh, I, yeah, I love really Jack nice. Tight me and him get on really well I played him yeah, yeah. at um, the Saffron uh, Saffron Slam GT couple ah, of years ago nice. me and him played in the final two um, and he was he's right he was running a, a five monster list that he of course went four and one with and it wasn't even the strongest and he's just yeah, gone yeah. to Leicester and um, he actually swapped out his keeper for Shalaxi and his great unclean one, which unfortunately is not very good. Oh. Scarbrand, who who is pretty decent, who is very um, good, yeah. and he went he went five and three in the end um, yeah. because I think he ran into some hard games, but he done With a ton he, of big monsters. Yeah, he yeah. done really well, and I was I was watching it over the weekend, going, oh, he's making me want to change my mind in the direction <laughs> I've kind of gone because I love his list and it's just cool looking. But um, I, yeah. I don't get me wrong, I, it still takes skill to play. You've got to know how to play that kind of a list. But Jack is a good mm. player. Um, yeah. And when me and him were playing each other a couple weeks ago, you know, I've gone more on the band of like my old style of play of very infantry heavy. Um, and obviously he was a lot of heavy monsters. So we were kind of both opposite ends of the demon spectrum to see both of them on top of each other, you know, yes. going one-on-one like to try and win an event was great. And um, yeah. and then there's another guy, I can't remember his name, but I know he's an Icelandic guy. He done quite well at LGT. Hmm. Um, he was there again. He's just overtaken me by 20 points in the number one standard for UK, <laughs> which is really annoying. Um, but he's, um, he's running a list currently with no big monsters, and he's running like a lot of demonettes, which I personally think demonettes are one of the best units in the book. Yes. Um, I've been running 50. I've just, I'm going to drop the 40 for this weekend um, just to get me a bit more secondary play. But um, I do think yeah, he, his list is doing quite well. But that's why I think the strength mm. is with demons is your secondary play is good. You can manipulate um, the primary play quite well. I just think overall, um, demons just they play the game just very well. It's, yeah, it's quite hard. So to yeah, I, I think there's a there's a few really important points there. One, I think fragility definitely is an issue. Mm. You're absolutely right. Um, partly because as we've talked about, we've alluded to the Nurgle units got a bit of a raw deal in this book. They're not. Yeah. They're, they're, that, that's where you'd be looking to for natural Except resilience. Except for Beast and Nurgle. I actually think Beast no, and Beast. Nurgle, Beast and Nurgle I like are, are amazing. Like I do, yeah. I think they are slightly too expensive, which is probably a problem with a lot of the, the, a lot of the units in the book. I do think the mm-hmm. book is probably about 10% overcosted, but yeah. I think Beast and Nurgle are fantastic and they are where they should be. It's just mm. every other Nurgle unit just is, yeah. Yeah. Not but what you do have, as you say, is amazing delivery. So you've mm-hmm. got the deep striking in from shorter distances. You've got your bit greater demons where you can deep strike in around them. And so that does mean you can pick your fights really flexibly yes. and you're yes. going to be able to get stuck in and often surprise people or, or get in and around people into places they don't want you to go, which gives mm-hmm. you massive, massively strong secondary and primary play because you can Definitely. get all over the board. You've got teleporting. There seems to be a lot of teleporting. There's a lot of ways to move stuff yeah. around. You've got um, obviously Shroud of Step from Bellacorn, the Noctic Discipline, which is a fantastic power. I don't think yeah. anyone should sleep on that power. Any kind no, of teleporting so is amazing. That's why Thousand Suns also do quite well uh, with Cold yeah. Duplicity. Um, yeah. And that's helped me. Like, I've been able to get my Flamers in a spot where I kind of <laughs> didn't think I could. Yeah. And when Flamers can get into a spot behind your lines, that <laughs> is not good. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and same with Bloodletters. I've teleported the unit of Bloodletters late game, 3d6 charge, made it in and flipped yeah. an objective on the last turn yeah, yeah. to just flip primary. So, um, yeah, I think demons just have a fantastic delivery system, which gets around, um, you know, the fragility of the army, um, yeah. and which is good. So, um, yeah, I, I just think the thing was with the demon book is there's a lot of tricks in there. I've, the map, I think pretty much every game I've had at least one moment where my opponent goes, "Oh wow, I didn't know you could do that." Or, oh my god, like what? Like mm. so, um, which is 
which is, I guess, good because it shows you oh, know no, definitely. the book is not a simple book, and it isn't no. a simple book to use. Like you've got to have some kind of player skill to be able to pilot it well, um, mm-hmm. and practice. I think practice with anything is you know you've got to practice, practice, practice. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I I do. I think the book is I think the book is in a generally in a very good spot. Um, yeah. I do think we may have an issue when they do get round to to upping flamers and points which they <laughs> they do need it like i'm not deluded yeah, like, yeah. flamers they need to go up and points they are too cheap for what they do but at mm. the moment they are the biggest prop for the for the book and yeah. i am a big um advocate for when they do put demons up that they do need uh, flamers up sorry they do need to put some units down yeah um i think they will i think i think it's definitely i, I, I hope so because i don't want to yeah. see them kill the book dead not that i think flamers are not the only book uh, unit in the book that is good but they are no. definitely I mean, I, I for my list, they do a lot of work, a yeah. lot of work. I think they serve a really important role because so much of the army depends on getting into combat and doing stuff that way. So you do need to have a threat that is a ranged threat. Yeah, and that, definitely. And I think they they keep the opponent honest as well. From you know, you can't you can't just rush at demons because you because the threat of the counterpunch from flamers is very real. So yeah, they add to that positioning game and give you more ways to catch the opponent out. Yeah, they're a bit bit cost effective, but new units in books always are. There's always one or two that are. And yes. I think yeah, as you say, you'd hope that there's an adjustment the two other units in there when when flamers do get adjusted so it doesn't look at the moment like demons are posting the kind of numbers that merits heavy-handed they're, they're doing really well but i think overall we're winning some events but we're posting about 55 percent win rate yeah. which is that's which absolutely is top fine. Of where, fine yeah yeah between that's no 45 55 you know so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like we're posting 60 and 65 no. like nids are still posting 58 and how many nerds <laughs> have had like yeah, um, yeah. It's not um, one of the, uh, the sort yeah. of mid-ninth nightmares. Exactly, and Harlequins are doing very well, and Elder are good. Yeah. So, you know, they are far from a massive issue, but I just think we have seen such a surge in the amount of Demon players. Like, yes. I um, like I went, the duty I went to a couple of weeks ago, out of the, I think it was 25 players, I think seven or eight of us were Demon players, and there was multiple times where the top four, the top two tables were like, four and five demon players and that was a bit like yeah, wow amazing. like <laughs> so but um yeah yeah there is a lot of demon players i'm going to brighten this week this saturday like i said and i'm the only demon player so oh, you know nice. it, it fluctuates you know yeah but, um, absolutely i think that's the thing is we're seeing a lot of demon players at the moment so you know yeah. i think that will but it's, reass- it's reassuring isn't it that you can try you've got builds where it's lots of monsters you've got builds where it's sort of very much centered on the truth yeah there's not there's not one build which is good yeah. if there's one build then you know there's a problem like obviously every yeah, build yeah. you're seeing flamers but some lists yeah. you're seeing nine flamers some lists you're seeing the max 18 i'm running yeah, 15 yeah. 15 is quite common and um, you're mm. seeing maybe a, in between them 12 and 15 mm-hmm. so yes flamers are common bellicor is generally common but Aside from that, you know, we are seeing... Yeah, Bell- Bellacor seems to be a stake. Yeah, I, I just think he's... Much without it. There is an argument. There's a lot of people that don't think it's worth it. I swear by Bellacor. Um, maybe mm. there's a bit of, um, you know, sentimental bias in there as well. But um, <laughs> but, I, but in general, I think Bellacor just adds a lot to the list. But yeah, we're seeing five monster lists, three monster lists, one monster list, no monster list. Like, we are seeing loads of different versions of lists, which is great to see because it means it's not just one type of army like with nids it was always like warrior spam generally in harpies or you know we're not just seeing that one list archetype we're seeing multiple and they're doing well so that's good no absolutely and um in terms of the secondary game you mentioned they got a good secondary game so what's what does a good demon secondary game um, look like what's, what's so, the magic here yes yeah, so, <laughs> i mean there's two of them that are very matchup dependent but there's one okay. that it, 
every demon player takes every demon mm-hmm. player takes and it's uh, reality rebels so reality rebels okay so what do you need so to do for this for reality rebels you essentially the, the easiest way i describe it to my opponents is you split the board up into five sections so you've got you take the center and you draw a six inch circle around it and then you've got the four quarters and you basically you score a point for every quarter of the board that you have your opponent doesn't have more units in than you do wholly within um so that's obviously outside of the six inch circle of the center and there is no um like um engage there is no certain away certain like measurement away from the quarters it's just wholly within the quarter so if the demon player has equal or more units wholly within it they get a point um and then if the demon player has one unit or at least one unit wholly within six inches of the center they also get another Mm. point Mm. um it's just essentially just be on the board and you score points and with demons you can really with the combination of being able to take a fair few units with my solar list or with the big monster list being able to kill units quite quite easily like demons are very good at picking a point of the board and going that's mine Um, (laughs) and then you've got your own part of the board that you're just going to score that passively for most of the game so i'm out of i think i've played 24 like tournament games now with the the book there's two games that might be three games i haven't scored 15 and i'm pretty sure two of them were 14s so you know it is is a a near 15 secondary which is amazing um and i'm glad we have one and then we have two more nourish (laughs) by terror which is very good in certain matchups in the orc matchup is fantastic um so basically it's it's kind of like the night lords one as well with the leadership yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anytime you kill a unit you roll 2d6 and compare it to the leadership of the last model and i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. i think it's equal or b i can't remember it's equal yeah i think it's equal or b i think it's equal or b you get a point um and that obviously can be affected by your demonic terror aura um so you can still reduce that um Mm -hmm. and then for every model that flees the board um through leadership and that you also get a point and against armies that have a lot of morals and low leaderships like other demon armies, orcs, uh, GSC, you know, you can, mm-hmm. you can really, like I went up against an orc list a few weeks ago and I, at an RTT in the final round, uh, the final round of the, the event. Um, his orc list has smashed like nids and sisters and all that. And he was doing yeah. really well. And I took that and scored 10 points in one turn. Like yeah, that's yeah. just massive. So Super it's nice. not amazing. In every, it's obviously not going to work in Marine matchups, but no, no. there are there matchups where you got called Norwich by Terra. Cause that's going to be amazing. Yeah, and then you've yeah. got the spoilers of reality. I'm not massively keen on it. So it's a, it's kind of like the Necron one, but not as good. So you have to do an action on a secondary that's not in your deployment. Mm-hmm. And you can do it on multiple in a turn, but it doesn't complete until your following command phase. Um, but if it goes off, you get five points per objective you've done it on. So mm. it's it, it's a case, it would be one of those secondaries, secondaries that would be amazing if you knew you were going second and then you just do it in the last turn. But obviously, you don't know you're going second, so it's <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Against certain lists, you know, it's not bad. But against armies that are very shooty or very fast, it's just not not amazing. But it's okay. It's got it's got its um its uses in certain matchups. Absolutely. Um, and then you just play other mission, other secondaries quite well. Like um, yeah. you can do banners. R and D is a mm-hmm. is a personal favorite. I love R and D. I tend to just get the twelve on that. Um, yeah. Again, set- when you've got teleporting infantry. Teleporting infantry, right? exactly. You can come down, like, <laughs> yeah, you can pull yeah. your opponent apart. And if your opponent decides to sit back to protect a quarter, you know, they're not bringing units out to deal yeah. with your stuff. So, you know, yeah, it's yeah. really good. And demonettes are amazing for it because they can they can get close to the quarter in a turn. And then in the and following turn, the boom, bosh, yeah, right in the turn, yeah, yeah. So into the quarter. And um, Saki's secondaries are quite good. 
Um, yeah, of course. Yep. And I've built my list around um, psychic interrogation or mm-hmm. psychic ritual um, yeah, yeah. or walk ritual. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a very good one as well. And um, and your killing secondaries as well. If you've got um, your big guys specifically, you're very good at killing secondaries. If you like a list like Jack's list with all the monsters, that's a very good grind list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find even with my infantry list against a lot of armies, no prisoners is quite good. Like I went up against the list with 40 death, um, death. What's the, what's not, what's the dark angel terminators? What are they? Are they Deathwing? Oh, Deathwing, Deathwing. Deathwing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say death guard. I'm like, it's not death guard. Um, no, no, no. I went up against a list of 40 death, Deathwing and, and decided to go with no prisoners and racked it. Mm. I think I got 14 or 13 or 14 points with my, you know, blood letter, flame, our demon at this. So I just think demons have a, the ability to play in pretty much all the elements of the secondary game. You've got pretty much near auto or probably auto 15 secondary and rebels. You've got Norrish, which is good in certain matchups. You play very well into the ban- um, the banners or R and D. You play well into psychic secondary. You can manipulate your psychic as well to, to do it quite well. So, mm-hmm. um, and I also think demons are quite good at denying um, oh, they are. secondaries yeah. as well. Because yeah. I, I, I love it when people go psychic secondaries against me. You know, I have a lot of um, <laughs> deniers on the board. And yeah. that content content for sorcery stratagem to be able to deny on a 4+. plus. Like, If anyone has a 4-plus deny strat, unless it's on a certain model and I can get around it, I genuinely won't go psychic secondary because completely because anytime you take a psychic secondary, and someone has a four plus tonight. It's all, always rolls a four it's plus. It's a, a ruler. So, um, yeah, so you're, you're really cutting down their potential. Yeah. So score. and I've I've had it where someone scored one set of like interrogation because I've denied four of them. You know. So yeah. yeah. Um, we my my kind of list does give away no prisons, but again, I can manipulate that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the big monster lists do give that give away, bring it down. Um, but again, yeah. some of the monsters that's are That's, if, that's if you get into them. That's the exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. Not like many you, armies can keep dropping I, big monsters. Sometimes you game. have no answer for a Bloodthirster, yeah. Scarbrand, Bellacor. Like, yeah. You can bring them one, maybe two, but if you're running three, four, five, you know, it is quite difficult because mm-hmm. there's only so far you can go before they end up killing all your stuff, especially with flamers and bloodletters behind it. So. Yeah, and they're one of those armies that I think that the pressure they apply makes it very hard for other armies to actually get on and yes. score their secondaries. Yeah, you can actually, you're in a fight for survival against exactly. demons. You, can, one of those you armies. can put on a lot of pressure. Like Again, something I found with my my current list with the infantry is once I start really going for it, um, I can see my opponent, the pressure on my opponent. Like they're, really, <laughs> they're struggling like, oh, I need that side, but then there's this, and then yeah. if I go and kill this, these flamers are behind that wall. And yeah. like you can really force pressure. And I, I actually, I've always been that kind of a player where I like to play with my opponent, not just the list. So mm. um, going for, like, if I can kind of gauge how my opponent is, I feel like they can get a bit frantic. Or if I mm. feel like they're getting a bit like, oh no, um, I, tend to, <laughs> I tend to go for that. In, yeah, yeah. Um, because that forces mistakes one one yeah exactly once someone starts to get stressed or or they get a bit you know like oh my god oh my god like it's so easy to make mistakes i've done it myself like i think we've all been in that in those positions but um and once someone starts making one two three mistakes you know you can just capitalize on that and end the game absolutely absolutely no it's really good and i think i think that's it i think they're well equipped for nephilim they're well equipped for ninth they've got some good units i mean we talked a little bit about 
sort of we'll talk a little bit more about good and bad units at the end but i guess out of curiosity within within the meta as a whole what would you say the sort of good matchups are and why and what potentially other challenges is for demons at the moment and why what kind of armies do you think they have good play into what kind of armies do they struggle with in your experience so yeah so from my personal experience i want to put that out there um specifically <laughs> because some people go well i play really well into this i'm like yeah, but i have yeah, yeah. um yeah i yeah. think most of the marine matchups, I do think Blood Angels is an issue. But outside, okay. of, Blood Angel, outside of Blood Angels, I'm generally fine. Um, same with Care Space Marines. I think Creations of Bile is a big issue. Um, okay. But they they are an issue for a lot of people. You know, they are very good. Any the army sort of can, real combat specialist. Yeah, any, any army that can really hit you with combat hurts. Mm. And a Creation of Bile where because demons can't trade very well. We're too expensive yeah. for that. We're built like a trading yeah. army, but not priced like it. Um, yeah. yeah. You can't you kill a unit of um possessed with your blood letters and then your blood letters die in the same phase. Mm. It's like no, that's not good. Um any army that can trade really well, I have find Elder to be a problem. Like yeah, okay, okay. craft, craft worlds. Um I've not had issues with Drukari in the games I've played against them. Yeah, um, I, I think it's a struggle for Drukari. Yeah, I think, I think they, Harlequins they Harlequins actually is a bit of a hard matchup as well. Um stuff again, they can any, play any, keep away. Yeah, any kind of good, fast, combat army that can trade is is a problem. Um, mm. But yes, yeah, so I find Tower is a good matchup because you can grab them in this game over, especially if you have mm. a lot of corn and you have op- options for the corn uh, warp swarm abilities where you can just trap them in combat. Um, mm. And shooting, their shooting is, unless they can put out a lot, a lot of shots, um, I find the Tower players I've gone into so far just have, you know, they've the middle middle of the ground kind of shots i can deal with that elitish kind of infantry and it just yeah. bounces off me um yeah. like i said marines is a good matchup um uh what else is a good matchup you know i've i'm trying to think what else i've played against so far um i think sisters is a bit of a tough matchup depending um mm-hmm. i think orcs is a good matchup um, at least for me, I've played four orc plays with the new book, and I've won all four games. And oh, nice. one of them was a close game that took me to the end, but the other three, I'd never felt like I was in trouble with it. Mm-hmm. Um, GSE is a very interesting matchup because yeah, I'm curious about that one. Yeah, I, I've, I have played at LGT. I played against it, and um, and I felt like it was very much. It generally, I will be very like throw my a lot of reserves. And then just hit my opponent like that. And that was the one matchup where I just started most of it on the board because I was like, I would rather just screen you out and then react to what you do. Yeah, um, completely. And it, and it worked and I managed to win the game. And I think that's why I won the game because I was just able to push them back. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I do. I think just the genuine boogeymans of the of the meta is an issue for demons. I actually think Thousand Suns are a bit of an issue as well because they can put that's out a, a lot of shots and a lot yeah. of mortal wounds and... Demons don't like mortal wounds. Any army that can, no, they don't. That can crap out a lot of mortal wounds is, is an issue. Um, and like I said, the, uh, any army that can put out a lot of shots at, you know, that standard strength four, strength five um, does cause an issue because, you know, like I said, a, a four plus save that ignores your AP and can't be removed is amazing. But if you're oh, chucking 20, 30 saves at it, you're going to fail a lot. Like, yeah. And you've only so got vol- volume and mortal wounds. Yeah, exactly. Issues, right? So yeah, that, that is, demon's biggest issue it's the volume of attacks or shots um mm. and they don't even have to be that strong and yeah mortal wound output but mm. i do think demons in general are very good to most of the meta it's just those top boogeyman like blood angels yeah. creations 
Um, Dallas and Suns is an issue specifically for Demons, I think. Um, but then mm. again, I've seen some Demon players. I've not gone into Thousand Suns yet. Oh, sorry, I've gone into Thousand Suns once, and um, I think it was a case of their sacrifice was okay, and then I trapped them in combat, and then I got them. Mm. Um, so you kind of need that little bit of luck. Um, but yeah, and I think when it comes to the, to the um, the mirror match. So I've played a lot of the mirror match, surprisingly. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of Demon players yeah, in the moment. Yeah. I think I've played about nine games out of the 24 competitive games in today. Makes sense, right? It's new and, and it's popular. Yeah, and most most of the games have been against when I've run more infantry. And I've I've won, I've lost, no, I've won all nine mirror matches so far. Um, but I tend to find that me having more infantry units, I've won the games against the more monstery lists. Yes. But then... Yes. I've seen like Jack himself, he's played more infantry lists. Like he played my list and he lost, but this mm. weekend I think he played a couple lists that had less monsters in him and he won. So yeah. I think they go really well into the high, like if it's a monster versus monster matchup, you go either way. I think if it's a three monster versus a five monster, I think yeah. that quite favors the five monster. But if you're going five monsters or three monsters into a list that is more infantry based, I think the more infantry demon list wins that one just because of the mission. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, from personal experience and seeing seeing mm-hmm. how it's gone. No, um, absolutely. But yeah. And that, no, but I think that's I think that's interesting, and it's definitely relevant as well to think about the mirror because it's it's going to crop up. And that was kind of I think that's been the, a lot of the demon players I know have been saying that yeah, you just want more and more troops and and bodies on the ground to to score and to play the mission. And yeah, I can see. I guess particularly as with the monsters, they're then stuck chewing into demon saves as well. Um, that makes it harder for them to get through stuff than some of the other stuff they'd be fighting uh-huh. against, right? So it's suddenly a little bit different. Um, no, that's 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 very interesting, and it sounds. I mean, it sounds from that like there are some, yeah, some some sort of hyper specialist speed and punch armies can can hit you in the right places and play the positioning game yeah. against any, you. Any army that can trade well, um, yeah, is because you just as a demon player like i've and i've i will stick by this phrase is we are built like a trading army but not priced like it that's how yep. it feels um mm-hmm. and we just we don't trade well like you can play that game and if you play it properly you can you can win but it is very hard against a very good player like um and i find whenever i play an elder player they tend to always be really good because they tend to be <laughs> long time elder players and elder have never yes. really been the easiest faction to play so uh, it's not for the faint hearted um, no so <laughs> Yeah, and they know how to trade. So if you go against a, a, a player with a trading army that knows how to play it well, it mm. is a really hard matchup. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I think that might explain why craft worlds have suddenly made a little bit of a reappearance because I've yeah. seen a lot. I've seen a lot more of them around in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's partly because Nids took a hit in the face, and partly because demons are very popular. So that that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, uh, but it's, it sounds like generally though. A lot of the meta, and you've got a good game into, and 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 it can can have a good run at yeah, most there's, things. There's not a lot nice. that scares me. Um, yeah, that's like great. I look at a roster of army like army lists. There's I, I don't look at a lot and go, oh no, that's an issue. Like I'll look at it and go, that depends on the player, depends mm. on the type of list. But um, there's only two or three where I look at and go, oh, that's <laughs> that's not that's not yeah. a problem. Like so, no, that's an exciting place to be. I think, with, yeah, with definitely. Especially when especially when it's just out, you want that feeling of having a good game into lots of different things. Yes. Um, let's let's talk good, bad units, because that's where the issue of internal balance comes from. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm certainly of the opinion that the internal balance of the book could have been a little bit better than it was. Yeah. Um, but let's talk first about the standout units. What works in ninth? What do you... Demon, what can demon players build around? What kinds of units do you get the most oh, work from? Let's start with the obvious one. Flamers. Yeah. <laughs> flamers, oh, yeah. are, flamers yeah. are amazing, right? So <laughs> like, 
when I first saw them, I was like, oh, they they look quite good, but I didn't see them as ridiculous. And someone mm-hmm. said to me, they're they're nuts, and I'm like, they're good. I don't think they're like ridiculous. Um, and then I started getting games in with them, and then I was like, oh my god, they're actually <laughs> unreal. Like they they prop up my list so much. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. like flamers are amazing. They chuck out a lot of damage. They Huge can take, volume. They can take AP. shooting, but like I've had. Um, my opponent just put all their shooting into a flamers because they want to kill them and they've killed one to two flamers. Like, yeah, like flamers yeah, can yeah. really take a punch. Um, and then their weakness is combat, but you still have to get in there and you have to take well, the overwatch. And in an um, army that is actually very good at combat, getting yeah. to the one bit of it that doesn't like to be punched isn't that easy. No, so it's not, it's, <laughs> them and the rest know, of it is very ready for you to come in and exactly, have a go. <laughs> you've still got to take the overwatch and isn't yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, fl- flamers are amazing. So I think every list you see, two to three units of flamers, more than three. Yep. Um, so that's the obvious one. I think, yeah, well, and, and it's it was my my initial opinion when the book come out was, this is my favourite unit. And now I'm not taking credit for like, oh my God, I found them. But, you know, they're becoming a lot more popular. And I think that's Demonettes. Demonettes, yeah, immediately, I when, I, when I saw them, I was like, they are going to be so good. And I don't, because I saw a lot of people saying, ah, they're okay. But I was like, mm. no, because they've got their 10-inch movement. That's huge on an infantry. They are movement. rapid. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah, yeah. They chuck out four attacks each at strength four minus two. You can get flat re-rolls to hit on them. Like, mm. they're, they're so good. And they're really good utility units. They've got a lot of attacks. that I don't think people realize, like, I had someone charge a unit at Demonettes and go, ah, oh, I'm just going to tack them up so they can't move. Like, they won't kill me. And I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> I ended up killing the unit. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, don't doubt Demonettes. Like, so I think just Demonettes got a, pro- a profile that hurts most things, right? It's a really Yeah, nice it's just because they've got so yeah. many attacks and you can you can change mm-hmm. it up. Like, Hysterical Frenzy is a fantastic power. Getting um, your Demonettes to five attacks each with exploding sixes to hit. And with an Crazy. icon, you can get the flat reroll so you can fish for those sixes. Yeah, yeah. It's just so many attacks. Super, um, super good. So, yeah, um, I think Bellacor as well. There is an argument some yeah. people don't think is that good. 420 points, he's quite pricey, but, you yeah. know, he's an undivided warp locus. He gives you access yeah. to Shrouded Step and Pool of Despair. I, th- I think having that in-game teleport. teleport is huge, right? Is if you want to have flamers on the board, but still it, get them around. Like, exactly, it's and being able to just, you know, flip primary because there's an empty objective on the other side of the board, so you just teleport an infantry over yeah. on it. You know, you've got a lot of play there. Um, and Pool of Despair opening up the ability to turn off like stop a unit doing actions or fail actions is quite mm-hmm. quite niche but good. Um, mm-hmm. But fight last is why you take that power. Fight last yeah, is so powerful because it allows you as a combat army or most com- mostly combat army it allows you to make two big charges. You can pick um, two fights and not have you. to worry about yeah. an interrupt because you can go right. Satan yeah, yeah. is going to fight last, so I'm going to charge both of them and then I can kill that one and then kill that one and not have to worry about yeah. the the interruption. So hundred um, percent. And then Bellacor's combat, I think, is a lot of people do put it down, but I think it's really good. Like he's got mm. six attacks, but he's it's, his attacks degrade, but he's hit, he never degrades on his hits. He hits on twos, he rerolls mm. ones because he's reroll ones or he's not core locked, which is fantastic yeah. again because he can give that out to greater demons. Um, yeah. And he ignores invuns. A D two plus ignoring invuns is massive, right? He Having can, some ignoring. I've had him walk into units that rely on their four plus invun, and he just picks them up. Like he just yeah. clears stuff, and because you he because ben- he's got all four god keywords he benefits from everything like yeah you know, a lot of the stratagems and um, the warp storm abilities so he's just for me a piece that is very versatile that you can just continuously he's just very good and people he's, yeah people are scared of him so oh, he's terrifying. That, i'm scared of him yeah, yeah exactly like he, he can just clear it takes part of the board because people a don't want to be huge amount of commitment to bring him down because minus one to hit minus one to wound 
reducing damage, right? And he's got yep. a lot of wounds to begin with. So he takes yep. an enormous amount of effort to shift. And mm. the nature of the army is such that if you try and do that, the rest yeah. of the army is exactly. so well positioned to exactly. just ruin your day when you try and do it. Because so I think that's where his big strength is, exactly. right? Because he actually takes some removing. If you go for Bellacorn, you don't get him. And if and if and especially if you don't even hurt him that much, yeah. it's like you put everything into him. You've let all these other units do what they need to do and the big guy's still there. Like, yeah. And I've had that happen and so that many happens, occasions. That happens a lot. My opponent's yeah. gone, I'm just going to bring Bellacorn down and they take six yeah. wounds off him in a turn. And it's mm-hmm. like, cool, my 30 demonettes here and my 10 flamers and my 20 bloodletters you know, they're untouched. Bellicor's barely hurt, you know. Um, yeah. I think Bloodletters is also another good unit. Um, they just good damage, AP minus three, two damage. Yeah, um, they give you some like anti-marine equivalent type. Yeah, and they, you know, for an army that, especially for my list, that I don't really have massive hitters in my list, so I can use them to hit tanks and they can bring tanks yeah. down, especially if you soften them up first. Yeah, um, and they've got great delivery with this with the three d six. Three d six, it just makes it huge. Like you don't mind taking a nine, a nine, like no. coming nine inches away because you've got the three d six. So, yeah, um, the bloodthirst is good. Um, if you build them yes. in certain ways, you know the, the old the phase, phase cap bloodthirst. The phase cap, yeah. the full out pain. The big axe is huge. It's amazing. Um, I think the Lord of Change is also amazing. Yes. Um, the mortal wound output of that guy is unreal. Yeah, can, can be really, really. It can nice. be minus yeah. one to hit at range. You can make him minus one to wound. The impossible robe to ignore a failed save per phase is really good. Really, um, really good. And a three plus yeah. save versus range and five plus in combat you know, ruins the day of any. Yeah, anti, he's anti-range. actually really versatile, and he's the only. Like I've been looking at trying to fit him into my list, and even toyed with dropping Bellacle for him. So I, not, I don't think I will, but he's really good. Um, I think a unit that a lot of people more so slept on, I think, again, she's coming to the forefront now, is the Keeper. Because mm-hmm. um, her combat is good. Like, she chucks out a lot of yeah. attacks. So the the Sineshi powers are really good. That's a um, really nice set of powers. And you, there, can yeah. get her with, you can get her with plus two to charge and plus um, three to charge from the Warp Storm. Yeah. You know, you can get her within six through Bellacore. Delivery becomes um, very, very reliable. Exactly, or within six from the Infernal and Rapturous. So you've got some really good options there. Um, so yeah, some of the top units. I think beasts are good. They just need a point drop. Um, mm-hmm. But I do like beasts and Nurgle because they're quite hard to kill. And if you you can't just chuck shots into them, you have to kill it. Because if you don't, it just goes back up the four wounds again at the end of the phase. So yeah, you know they're hard to bring down. Um, mm-hmm. Blood crushes again. There are so many units that this unit would be so good if it costs a little bit less. Yeah, um, yeah. I think beasts, blood crushes, and screamers all fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're all good units. I think the Fate Skimmer as well, you know, the, the Zinch Herald and yes, Chariot. Yes, I'm seeing the Fate Skimmer. He's fantastic. I'm, yeah. I run him in every list. Um, the plus one to charge. Um, plus one to charge, plus one to Psychic Phase. Sorry, you don't charge with him. Well, saying <laughs> that, no, but saying that, actually, the amount of times I've gone, he's got six attacks at strength, six minus three, two damage. They can't be modified because they're malefic. The amount of times mm. he's gone into something and knocked the last couple of wounds off of it is, is quite often it happens. So yeah, he yeah. gives you versatility. He's fast. He flies. His psychic is good. He's basically mini Lord of Change, and that's why I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not desperate to put the Lord of Change on my list because I still feel like I have him while still freeing up like 170 points or 80 points, 180 points worth of stuff. Mm. Um. So um, yeah, I think they're all all really good units. There are other units as well. Um, yeah, yeah. 
but they're probably the ones that have to those give you the tools head. don't they to build that yeah. melee punch range punch Definitely. psychic actions and big monsters if you want them as well so there's a whole exactly. bunch of stuff there yes no it's good and i, th- I think listen as you say it's, it kind of comes down to where on the scale you fall how how many big nasty threats you want versus yes, how much mission play you want but all of those give you some really nice tools. Let's let's talk about the bad very briefly as we as we head towards the end. Then, in, t- in terms of the internal balance, what are the what are the units that maybe aren't aren't really doing it, or maybe need a bit of help? Do you think? I'm, I'm just going to say Nurgle. <laughs> I'm just going to put Nurgle. Yeah, just, out there just Nurgle, because... Nurgle in general, Nurgle, not looking so hot. No, right? Nurgle has a big issue because immediately when you look at the profile blood um, of Plague Bearer, sorry, you look at T5, you look at two wounds, and you think, oh, that looks quite good, but then you realise. In the meta, there is a lot of answer for T5-2 wounds. You know, there's a lot of strength 5, strength 6+, plus, and a lot of 2 damage guns or uh, weapons in the game. So, And a 4 plus and a 5 plus save, they're not they're, they're good. They're not that amazing. You know, mm-hmm. it's still just a 4 plus and a 5 plus save. Um, and they're just, they're slow. They're, they're a little bit tough, yeah. but I don't think they're much tougher than, say, Pink Horrors, which I think Pink Horrors no. are, are good, just maybe slightly expensive, but good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're slow. Yeah, they're, I feel like with really Nurgle, I'm surprised well. that they didn't get the four up in combat. Yeah, I thought they would have got mm. four up. That's what I thought they were going to do with Nurgle, was they were going to give them the better saves. I still don't think that makes them amazing, but it makes them better than mm. what they are. Unfortunately, yeah, Plague Barriers are, are not very good. I think Plague Drones are okay, but they just fall into that same yeah. line of, you know, yeah, they're okay. I think the Great Unclean one is yeah. not very good. I think a lot of people have been tricked by the T9, because T9 is... When you look yeah. at it, you think, what, like, what the hell? Toughness 9, like, melt or winning on yeah, five. It's great yeah. fun. Yeah. But he, for a guy that you would think does not, should not fall over, he does just tend to fall over. Like, I've played <laughs> against him a couple of times and I'm like, that was not hard to bring down. Like, my flames yeah. are winning on fours with, with Infernal Flames. Bellicle goes yeah, in and yeah, can yeah. pick him up, you know, fairly easily. He's not that hard to kill. Um, and, yeah, so I just think there's a lot of, problems with nurgle unfortunately um other units yeah. that aren't too good that isn't nurgle um i think screamers are a weird one like i want to love screamers because i think people's yeah. issues is they're a combat unit with a six up save and i'm like but they're i don't see them as a combat unit they're a unit that have a combat attack but i think they're more of a tech piece play unit yeah um, i do because they can just, teleport around right yeah that and that's, that's really nice and they can get involved if they have to you pick your fights with them but they're just a bit too expensive um yeah i'm this is really controversial because a lot of people love him. I'm actually going to put... I, I, I don't think I should say he's bad. I just think he's vastly overrated in that Scarbrand because if you, okay, if, you, okay. if you took off his extra aura of benefit everyone, he's amazing. But once you put on that plus one attack aura, like I've played against him three times and all three times... Scarbrand's allowed me to kill the demon army faster. I know <laughs> I know someone running um, Creations of Baal and they're like, cool, my possessor run at Scarbrand because they want six attacks each. Like yeah, when, yeah. when you're including a piece in your army that people want to get close to, like mm-hmm. that's not a good thing. Like um but no. again, don't get me wrong, Scarbrand has a pretty amazing stat line. He ignores invuns with his attacks and his damage is, is nuts. Like he can pick up a lot mm. of things in the game. Um, like he's one of the only things that can walk into the Silent King with the men here and pick it all up in one combat phase. Um, but yeah, I just think he the buffs he gives out just makes him just yeah, it's a bit of a double edged sword. Yeah, I just think I um, just from my my opinion, like I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's on the level like that everyone says he is just because of them extra buffs. Mm. Um, what else? 
I don't know. I, I don't think there's much in the book that's bad. How about, how about the, where do the chariots fit in? Because I thought the chariots looked quite fun. I, I, <laughs> so, do you know what? And if it wasn't for a case, I one of the only things I don't have a lot of is chariots. Like I tend, yeah. I have at least one to two of every chariot, but I yeah. don't have a lot. And I've I've said to the other half, like because she takes an interest in it all as well. Yeah, and she looked at my chariots and goes, "Oh, run an army of them." I said, "I would love to, but I ain't got 200, <laughs> 250 quid to go spunk on the yeah. list, you know." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yes, I think the chariots are good. I think burning chariots are very good. I think mm-hmm. fate skim is good. I think the Sleshy heralds and chariots are good. Um, the, yes, the hell flares, the slashy hell flare chariots are are decent. They're very good. Um, mm. Even the corn chariots, like skull cannons, you know, they're they're a platform that has a fairly decent gun that can mm. also punch quite hard and is actually not that. You know, they're quite tough. T seven with the four yeah. plus save and nine wounds. You know, it's nothing to mm-hmm. to sniff at. And um, and the guy, the herald, uh, the rem master on the on the blood throne, you know, he's he's actually quite tasty. Like he can yeah. punch quite well. So I actually think there is a chariot list there that can work. It's just mm-hmm. for the pe- for the people that have that many chariots. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I have. I could I could probably fill two fate skimmers and two burning chariots, and three of the snatchy chariot, uh, chariots, and then one of the corn ones. So not quite as much as I want, but um, mm-hmm. but yes, I think there is a list there. Um, mm. Which I don't think is top tier, but I think it can definitely run into a lot of armies that give it a lot of issues. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'd, there's not much in the book I would look at and say, you know, that's bad. Uh, there is mm. a lot in the book I would look at and go, that needs a points drop. Yeah, I but, think that but, might be the thing, and I wonder whether it feels like at the moment demons list literally need every single thing they've got in them. Yes. Like there's no, there's nothing, there's no room for playing around because no, no, you no. need the incision you need the Every mission plan, you need something and that's why and I'm so not if, on if points like drop if points adjust and drop a little bit you might find that bit of leeway for like a yes, tech piece unit or two definitely. that people actually open it up but until the infantry is cheaper you're not going to see that right yeah, so I think that, that's, that's my issue like i a lot of people like i'm, I'm lee like lee, your lee like he's been yes, saying yeah. like, he he was taking nerglins and he said this weekend you know they're okay like they they, mm-hmm. they had some uses in games where you're like oh they score me a point or whatever but he looked and went, eh, they're not that good. They're okay. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like, they're one of those units that you take if like, like you said, a tech piece unit. Yeah. But I just yeah. think at the moment, you know, you've got to, you've got to really make sure that every unit is doing something. Mm-hmm. And when you're taking flamers, blood letters, demonettes, like, like I am with the characters, every mm-hmm. unit has a job. Um, yeah. It's not just a chaff piece. Like they're quite lean lists at the moment. Yeah. So yeah. I think at the moment, because I have a lot of people that say to me like, "Oh, I feel like your list is missing one or two units." I'm like, "I agree," um, but yeah. it's a fine, it's it's quite a fine fix because you don't want to up flamers and then lower a lot of the other units, and then you're in the same spot. Like flamers go up no, exactly. thirty five points a model, but you drop enough points where you can still take the exact same list. Like you've got to. I, I think maybe as much as I don't want to go with it, I think a lot of people have said it to me, and the more I look at it, the more I agree that the flamer change maybe has to also be a bit of a stat change. Maybe mm. the amount of shots or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, at the moment it feels like if they do, they need to do drops, but if they raise flamers and drop everything else, you know. Yeah, you're not going to no, gain nothing that Nothing changes, space. you know, yeah, nothing changes. Yeah. So. 
No, it'd be interesting to see, and I'm optimistic. I think there's it'll be good to see a couple of drops and adjustments that allow other elements of the book to come out, and yes. that's something maybe we can keep an eye on for the future. I guess my final question before we wrap up was um, the sort of the faction specific resource for you guys is is obviously the Warp Storm table and warp points. And I guess I'm curious now. You've had a whole run of games with them. Mm-hmm. How big of a deal are these? Do these are these are these a useful tool? What sorts of ones do you find yourself coming back to? Um, what how much do they add to the competitive game for me i've i've actually found them to be quite quite big quite, okay. quite massive okay. so yeah, yeah. um obviously i was doing what a lot of people were doing when the book first came out taking bellacorn as supreme command to uh, unlock them all um mm-hmm. unfortunately they they made it clear that that's not what he does um okay. which I, okay. I don't think was a I don't think that was yeah, necessarily change. I don't think they had to do that, but it is what it is. No. So um, it opens up a, a warlord slot at least, I guess. So, um, mm-hmm. but so I find the minus one to hit outside of twelve inches actually has been quite massive, because mm-hmm. um, I've had a unit team in be hit by custodians at the shooting phase twelve inches away and shrug off a lot of it because of the minus yeah. one to hit. So um, mm-hmm. that's a really good one. The extra leadership debuff is really good for your bringing units in, especially for Bellacor because it makes him minus three. You know, yeah. Um, but one of the biggest ones, so I'm taking a corn patrol, so I'm unlocking the corn ones. They're the only ones I'm unlocking at the moment because I think the corn ones are the best. Mm-hmm. Um, plus one attack on bloodletters is huge. And the amount of times I've Massive. gone, if I didn't have the plus one attack, I never would have killed that. So yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. huge. Um, and the no fullback, the no fullbacks on a four plus within corn. Yeah. Again, I've gone up against a tower list and just trapped like five, six, seven yeah, units with yeah. it and stopped four, four of the units falling out. So that's massive. Um, yeah, like. I think the Sinesh one isn't bad as well. Plus from the charge is not a bad thing. Fights first on all your Sinesh stuff is not a bad thing mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Corn is probably the best one overall. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I think people sleep on it a little bit. Um, and then you can take loads of way, ways to get like Gaze of Fate to like retain to when you have them turns where you don't yeah. spend. Um, mm-hmm. But I found that, I'm, I'm not saying they're game making, but I've found that there are some times where I like, if I didn't have the extra attacks from the from the corn like from the corn uh, ability, you know mm-hmm. that unit would have survived because I rolled a bit poorly or whatever. Or you yeah. had good saves or whatever. Um, so I I do think I think it is quite random still, which is you know thematic wise it is very good. Like it, that is what yeah. you would expect from from demons. You know it's the warp. Mm-hmm. Like it is random. But um, I would like to have had something similar to the old warp from table from sixth and seventh where it was more of a table that it just progresses the game went on so it's like the storm starts here and then as the game goes on it gets you know more inver- more involved in the game and more abilities yeah. happen but i think they kept it quite fluffy like i've had i, I get quite lucky with my warp so i'm i generally roll really well four to five points a turn sometimes six um and i get the three point turns which isn't bad but mm-hmm. um you can roll one or two points and then you're like, cool, I can't do nothing. But then you get yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a few turns where I've rolled seven and um, mm-hmm. and like that's a couple abilities. Like, and then, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I, I like the walks on the table. I think it's cool. Um, I tend to find that there are turns where it just doesn't come into play, generally the first and the last turn. But mm-hmm. um, I've also had a lot of my games where turn three, turn four, or turn two, turn three, or whatever. Yeah. That I'm like, really I, I need the abilities, and it's really nice to have. Um, mm. And like, I again, I do think maybe there are some abilities in that one point too expensive because at the moment it's uh, you use one a turn because it's too expensive yeah. to get. To yeah, get so maybe well. the internal costing could be adjusted. Yeah, um, but yeah. I don't think it's a thing that they have to deal with. Maybe just something no. for the future. But um, mm-hmm. compared to some armies, you know, um, 
you know, gimmicky, you know, army wide ability. You know, I think it could be better, but I also think it could be a lot worse. I like, I like it overall. I think it's very Good. diplomatic. Um, and I, like I said, I've had, it's not like, I never feel like it's, uh, it's just there. I have to do mm-hmm. it, but, um, it doesn't really affect me. Like I've, I've had it where I feel like that has really swung games. So yeah, it's got its uses. Definitely. Great. No, that's cool. As I, say, I, think, I think there's, there's a few nice tools in there. I agree with you. I think the corn, some of the ones in the corn set are yeah, amazing. And corn one is you kind of have to build, I say without Bellacore in the Supreme Court, you have to build to unlock maybe one or two of them, but there's some, there's some very cool stuff in there and it, it can, can turn games at a particular moment. Yeah, and you've got to have enough units to benefit from it. Like if you're taking yeah. one yeah, yeah. unit of blood letters, you know, eh, you're not you're feel it. 30 blood letters and Bellacore, you know, you're going to benefit from it. If you're taking yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 demonettes and Bellacore and a keeper, you're going to benefit from the slash one. Like you've mm-hmm. got to take enough units to benefit from it. And obviously you always yeah. get the undivided ones. So everything benefits mm-hmm. from the undivided ones. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can play into it. And it is something that you can really play to and actually make it affect your games as well. Mm-hmm. Great. No, well, I think I think that's the thing, and that's that sounds like and feels like that's the nature of the book in general. Is that you, you know, if if, if you're willing to build and carve things out and and look into it and work out um, builds in particular directions, there's some really some really cool stuff you can do. Um, and so, I think it's a great time to play demons. It sounds like there's lots to get out there and do. Um, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of them over Nephilim and into the into the subsequent. Um, subsequent new packs as well yes. so it's a great time for you i hope you go i hope you continue taking names and, and taking some events out and having having fun as true demon lord yes um and thank you very very much for coming on and chatting thank to us as well it's been, it's been a really pleasure. good time and um if you if you want to check franco out go and have a look at his true demon lord blog um and you know so get get out there and, and play demons because it's a great time to <laughs> great time to be on the side of chaos um go and go and strike some fear into your enemies' hearts. Um so thanks very much for tuning in guys and we will see you all again next time. Bye bye. <laughs>